Welcome to a second episode of Spring Rollcast. My name is Eric Tilquist, and I'm from uh, sending from uh, recording this from Xiamen, China. Um, thank you for listening f- to the first uh, sad episode with my friend uh, about the boat accident. Well, time to move on for something else. Um, today, uh, you're going to listen to an interview I did with uh, Canada's again. Canada have nothing to do with the first person. Uh, Canada's one of the top uh, fashion bloggers and uh, celebrities in fashion, namely uh, Vincento or Vincent Law. You can check out his blog on Google. Just uh, write Vincento, B-I-N-Z-E-N-T-O, blog. And um, well, what can I say about him? Um, we uh, got to know. It Uh, learn known each other since about two years. He's always been a huge supporter of my designs. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, doing. Uh, I'm a fashion designer by daytime. Well, he is a fashionista at night time. Well, uh, it's going to be explained explained later in the show uh, what uh, I'm talking about. Um, you may ask yourself why did he play "I Be There for You" uh, song. From friends, well, it's because we are at the location um, where we are doing the this interview is actually in a Chinese copy of Central Perk, the cafe. From yeah, you will you will hear about it later. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Eric Tilkvist, A R I K T I L K V I S T, or Facebook if you want to add me there. And um, yeah. Um, Hope you like this interview with uh, Vincento. Uh, take it away. So, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> um, We're at uh, Central Park, but who had thought in Shaman? Uh, yes, we are at the most incredible place you can imagine. The best location you can have a podcast from. Central Park from the TV show. Friends, we are in the in the real coffee shop. Yeah, I would never guess that the um, they would have something here in Shaman, which is kind of interesting. Yes, we are in. Uh, It's a French themed <coughs> coffee shop in Shaman, China. How strange is that? So we see the famous sofa. Where they? Yeah, they're, they're, it's playing French TV TV series. Yes, constantly, nonstop. So, I bet they play all, I don't know, ten seasons. Now there are two guys sitting next to the sofa where Phoebe from the TV show plays her guitar. Anyways, <clears throat> welcome, uh, Vincento, Canada's most famous fashion fashion blogger. I wouldn't say most famous, but I am from Canada, um, and I do blog. About fashion, and it's my first time here in Shaman. Thanks for having me. Last time you were in China was seven years ago. Seven years ago, while I was in China, I visited Beijing and went to Shanghai as well. 
what do you remember from that time? Can you say it's, it's the society, the, the surroundings are different now? Like, I don't know. I think every city in China is they're all very different. They all have their own characteristics. Mm. Um, I like Beijing, and uh, I had a great time seven years ago. So. But that was even before the year, their Olympics, so I'm not oh, yeah. so sure. Like I've heard good and mixed reviews of Beijing right now. But, well, yeah, uh, it's a, I would say it's a very uh, it's a beautiful city, with, like so different from any any other city in China uh, because of their culture heritage. Is that mine? I think I got, I got your drink. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> they gave me. They gave me uh, his coffee, but anyways. Thank you. Uh, but you can't stay there because of the the air pollution. Yeah. It's too bad. Can't stay there. Yeah. But uh, I would love to go back. But anyways, I'm in Xiamen. This is my first time in Xiamen, and I uh, though it's going to be a very short trip. I'm, I'm only here for a couple of days, but I do. Um, so far, I do enjoy the city very much. It's a very um, Heartwarming, friendly Chinese uh, city. <laughs> so let's um, go back from. Let's talk about how you and me met. Uh, we known each other for like two years, right? And uh, I think we have a an app for, uh, especially for uh, a social app for Chinese for China. Uh, it's called P One. I think it's started by a Swedish guy. Yeah, I just realized there are many Swedish people in China. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so yeah, that's how we met. I think it was because I saw, of course, Eric is a designer and he was working on um, a shoe shoes. line. Yes. Here's your Nycha. Oh, thank you. So uh, yeah, you, you you saw my shoe designs, and you was like, oh, where are you from, and blah blah blah, and uh, then we started to talk basically, and uh, yeah, I think the reason why, well, because I I personally liked the designs, and um, I guess that kind of goes back to what I do as a blogger. I am not a um, uh, when I say fashion blog, people <coughs> might think of someone who. You know, dress and wear different clothing every day, and snap photos of their personal style, or they talk about products and whatnot. But uh, my fashion blog really focuses on um, uh, emerging designers. I like to discover uh, new talents um, throughout my travel. I do travel a lot, mm. and um, yeah. So my blog it's called Vincento.com, spelled B. I N Z E N T O dot com, and the reason why that is is because, well, my English name is Vincent, but obviously that domain name has been taken by so and so for so long. <coughs> um, too common. Too <laughs> not common, but you know. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, so I had to thought of a new, uh, a new name. And funny enough, uh, Vincento was actually a name that I used by my Japanese teacher, who taught me Japanese, and uh, they called me Vincento, and um, just took it. And uh, well, it's a unique domain name on mm -hmm. the web, 
apparently, so I just took it. Yeah, so now, um, yeah, the blog just writes about emerging designer, my travel, things I come across day to day. And, um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and you are like kind of special because you. That's not only the only thing you do. You're also a scientist. Yeah. So I came from, uh, you know, given my original background as a native Chinese from Hong Kong, but you see, I think it's the old Asian culture, family, not necessarily. Uh, it's an Asian family. They, parents, especially, uh, not especially <coughs> supportive of their children working in an industry that's not, um, you know, stable. I understand. So elaborate. <laughs> so, uh, but I, 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 as a kid, I always wanted to do something with science because I think that kind of ties back to my personality of um, I'm always very curious about the universe, the life in general, um, how things in this universe kind of put together and um, and science is the best way to explain it explore mm. I think there's just so many you know we human humans um, we thought of ourselves as inventors but actually the nature is already there we're not inventors we're just discover mm. what hasn't been discovered mm. The, the theories, the laws, everything, it's already in around us. We just didn't realize it. So I think for me, I, I want to, in my lifetime, I want to learn as much as I can. And, and being in the science field really helped. Um, yeah, so I took my chance, did my biological science degree. Then after I graduated in Canada, in university, I went and pursued my graduate studies in medical science, specifically in cancer biology. Um, yeah, and, uh, but the passion for fashion in me still persisted, um, and I really wanted to do something other than science that I, like I said, I want to learn as much as I can. So I went and did my blog, the mm. science blog. But um, there's actually more to this, but well, we can all wait until you ask the right questions. You would never imagine that a fashion blogger would be like that. I'm also a cancer scientist, yeah. by the way. By the way. <laughs> um, so how, how, does the, how does it work to be in those two worlds in, at the same time? Like, how do you choose to, what do you uh, choose to put your energy on? Well, like my tagline in my blog tagline is I'm a scientist by day and a fashionista by night. <laughs> I feel like I'm living a double life like Batman. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I keep very my work very professional and um, really separate the two. Um, I don't like to blur my professional work with my other professional work. So um, you know, people seeing me working in a scientific environment would be very different than when I go out uh, on a fashion event or uh, doing projects in fashion. And um, but yeah, so I, I 
how does it work? Um, I guess it's really down to um, time management. I think um, people who knows me, people who know me, they 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 they're always fascinated. Um, you know, do you ever sleep? Like, why do you have so much time to do this? I don't know. I think time management's one thing. We also be. Um, uh, you also have to have that determination that if you want to do something, you just have to do it. I think sometimes when you are planning too much, um, it might you might not end up doing it because you might found like a flaw or this um, something that kind of pushes you back from doing things. I think when you have something in mind that you want to do and you know that you will. Uh, you'll succeed or not, but uh, you'll you want to do it and you have passion for it. I think you just go for it. How did the so if we jump back at the time when you started your your blog, were you a, a student then or uh, I was still a student, so I'm just kind of juggling both. Um, I've never really thought I would start a blog, but I will. I thought I, I was on at the time, even when I was studying, I was uh, on a TV. I was had a contract with the TV network. How did you get that? Uh, well, that's a lot, another story. <laughs> okay. It's a long story. But yeah. uh, okay, it was through a music competition, but which, um, like a singing competition. Very similar to American Idol back in the day. But, and then um, I didn't win, but I was... Oh, you were a contest contestant? Yes, I was a what? finalist in my city. And then What? <laughs> I didn't know you could sing. Um, then, uh, what they, song did you sing? It, it, it's Chinese. Tell me everything. Oh, it's, Chinese. It's, it's pop music. Um, so I um, was offered. Oh, actually, you were kind of like enrolled into a contract. You're not. You don't have a choice. Mm. So you are kind of under their management. And then, um, but I was offered, you know, opportunity to go on TV, host TV live, and uh, host shows on stage live, and so that was that, and, but anyways, so I've always been in that field for a while, but I never thought I would start a blog. Um, kind of like things happened, like in, back in 2011, um, I was, I was, con I contracted a um, near, near death sickness and um, my brain was infected so I was in hospital for a long time and uh, that really nearly killed me in the hospital. I was really sick then on the same year a few months later uh, my father passed away and uh, it was just very sudden because days before we just talked to each other, we had lunch, and then three days later, I just got a call that he passed away. So then at that time, it, it was a turning point in my life where I thought, you know, like, people come and go with the blink of an eye, like, you know, we might be talking today, but we, we, never, we don't know what will happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, we just take a chance, like, I, and then I want to documents I'm already doing so many things and I want to document every single thing that I do that I thought it was interesting you know like 
you know, people say, oh, you post, you know, people post so much on social media. They, they, you know, they, they, uh, they call, they're constantly updating their Facebook status. I'm fine. I mean, that's fair. It's fair comments. I mean, you, if you don't like to follow, then you just don't read it. But for me, I think that's just kind of like my, what if I had like, you know, dementia? What if I have Alzheimer's? I just want to be able to have some sort of record of my life that I've done in what I've done in the past documented somehow so that I can refer back and look back and, you know, like, um, remember what I've done. So, I understand. Um, like, your blog uh, is um, Vincent O'Blog. Mm -hmm. uh, when did you start to get a lot of fans for it? Like, uh, how uh, did that happen? You know what? That's, I'm not sure. I think it just kind of uprised very quickly because when I started, um, my, uh, my city called Calgary that I live in right now, um, uh, in 2011, it's, I mean, there's a small fashion community, but they're not, I mean, Canada isn't known to be like a fashion capital. Um, but it's, uh, they do have a small hub of people who are passionate about designs, fashion, and, and uh, I, um, uh, at that time, I think I, there's maybe a, a couple blogs in my city that people might read, and um, I, I just happened to fall into, fall into it at the right time. Um, people start to take notice, and they, I think the community has, um, Know, they search online. I think that, the, the, I mean, we just had Facebook. We, uh, well, we had Facebook, but uh, we, we, Twitter was kind of starting up to get really big. We didn't even have Instagram or no, no Vine, no mm. Snapchat. There's nothing of that. People just, you know, go online, search for stuff, and read blogs. And blog was still a big thing. And and um, not that blog's not a big thing now, but I think it's definitely saturated. I don't think it's like the the um, the, uh, the the best channel to to communicate rapidly like it, it is before um, and uh, YouTube wasn't I mean it was there but it wasn't like huge that was like 2011 and it was I don't even think yeah nobody no one no one even like think of like starting a YouTube channel at the time I mean nowadays like almost everybody that I know would a blogger would somehow have a YouTube channel like vlog like video blog, blog. Yeah. yeah so anyway so I started a blog in 2011 and I think maybe I started at the you know the right moment and um, I had a steady follow and um, but like I said I do travel quite a bit and so throughout my travel I write about my journey that was back then when I started my blog and I um, write about stuff and uh, and I was very I just I was just very active at the time like I I would outreach to maybe that's how you know how I outreach to you I would outreach to people I would email designers and I say hey I want to learn more about your work um, flew to New York flew to um, Asia different cities went to Europe and and then yeah so um, and some of these people just, um, I guess now, some of these individuals or talents that I feature, um, you know, they became very successful and, and then now that I look back, I felt like I, I was a part of, you know, 
their journey of success because I was there when they started. Mm. That's, you have like a whole community of designer friends all over the world. Yeah, and I mean that's a, that's a perks of travel. You meet people. You meet the right. I mean, you don't. You're not friends with everyone, but you meet people. Like, mm. and then you meet the right people, then you are in the circle of yeah, their exactly. friends. So it's uh, great. Um, yeah. So. How did you? I know I don't know if you want to talk about, it, but you you ended up also working with Louis Vuitton. Like how did that? Oh, it's a. Uh, how did that happen? Is it especially for Canada, maybe? Yeah, it's. I mean, for me, it was it, it's just a job. Uh, I mean, I, I, part of the fact. I I mean, I like despite whatever people say, I I do love the appreciate the heritage of the brand. Um, mm. I, I uh, you know, LVMH is such a big. Corporation, the yeah. company they own like almost, I don't know, many brands. They they, mm. they own like uh, luxury brands plus, you know, alcohol brands, and, mm. and, and but it's a big organization to work for. And I learned a lot. I think um, from that, ex- from the experience, I learned a lot, and I um, about <clears throat> the company in general and how the operations and how things work. And, and um, I still, you know, I. I follow it religiously, like what they do, and, and they they are very supportive. Another thing is they have a, the LVMH award, which is a, uh, it's a special award um, hosted by LVMH, and they um, and they uh, award to designers who are up and coming and who had a huge potential success, and they're huge supporter of emerging talents, and and because. I'm a I'm a supporter of human talents. I think we're kind of on the right track. Of uh, we're we're all on the same same um, mentality of hoping to um, discover new talents. Um, mm. So yeah. And, um, what did you say about? Can you say anything about the? For us, who's not Canadian, what what's uh, typical for Canadian young designers? What are they doing now? Mm. I know you done you 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 mentioned human hair the other day and I was like okay oh I think strange <sighs> um to be honest though I think like again Canada isn't a fashion capital but we do have some really great talents that are um very um it, it, it's hard to be successful as a fashion designer if this is like a no effect in mm-hmm. Canada um that's why I think many of them have um, you know, travel abroad. Um, yeah, know. like I'm thinking, uh, America have their own. They are they are quite established, but and in Europe they're always. Uh, I th- personally though, I think even in New York, I mean, in New York is really hard to make it. I think you really need to be in a uh, in a, a city such as like Paris or London or um, Italy, mm. Milan or something. You know, that to be able to really flourish um, you almost need that experience in Europe to be recognized mm. um, I mean if you think about US you know we think of New York but personally I don't think there are other any other cities that are fashion mm. in the US you know how big is this country you know there's so yeah, many no. in New York but I don't think like what about LA mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I don't know. <laughs> I've never been there. Just, uh, I, I don't know. I think there's people who have money to buy clothing, but I don't think. But LA is 
super uh, colorful and arty. Yeah, but I can't wear winter wear in LA. No. There's, I don't think the fashion scene is there. No. No. It's only New York, the whole country. That's how I feel. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I think there are people that are fashion conscious in each city, mm. but I don't think it's like a capital yeah. of fashion. Um, would you say, if we go to Japan, would you say that okay. there is more than Tokyo in fashion? Uh, in Japan? Tokyo, Tokyo is a very... Yeah, Japan is a very interesting country overall. Like, they have their own, like, very distinctive culture and um, aesthetic, and, and, and um, people are, um, have really, really out there designs. And, uh, yes, Tokyo, I would say, um, I mean, if you look at... Uh, hmm, yeah, I think the hub is there. I think other cities, I think Tokyo in general, that just, sorry, Japan in general, the country, that uh, everyone kind of have their own aesthetic. And, um, but again, I think within one country, there is maybe like one city that's really known for fashion. Mm. Um, yeah, I but guess. right now I like Korea. I think Korean designers are very mm. talented. Korea is kind of uh, a good place for the fashion. They have their own uh, fashion week in in Seoul, or so it's. Mm. Um, it's I, I know that there are editors from would travel to Seoul Fashion Week to um, to look at their. Mm. Yeah, so I guess any in London, I love I love London. I think London is a great place for fashion design, and uh, yeah, if a designer wants to be. Uh, you know, super out there and mm. do something so crazy. I think London is a place. Mm. But, but, you know, but even like Scandinavian countries are kind of like people are looking into that too. But if, if we go back to like Canada, what, like, you know, Scandinavian fashion, how it looks like. If you, you, if you see a collection, you say, oh, this, uh -huh. this looks Scandinavian. Uh -huh. I would say, how would you describe it? Canadian? Yeah. Canadian, um, how would you, if you would describe it? I think for a can Canadian designer to be successful, um, it has to be sellable. Mm. So you wouldn't, I don't think you would see something that's super um, avant-garde mm. or uh, not wearable at all. Like, mm. I think, um, I see that there's that, you know, that minimalism, um, there's a lot of minimalism, um, very like basic pieces, uh, neutral colors, a lot. Um, clothing that you know people would wear uh, mm. from day to day, but it's, but there's still that kind of um, subtle um, uh, uniqueness to it. Like you know that it's 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 good design. It's it's well executed, but it, it but it's wearable. It's not like you know, you wouldn't see something like a pair during Paris or, you know, in mm. you know, things that you just wait. So in that in that case, would you say that Swedish designs like Acne or those kind of brands are more avant-garde, more difficult? Uh, because they, it sounds almost like you're describing Swedish designs. But yeah, I think there's similarity. correlation. Yeah, yeah, I think there is a correlation. I think ever since designer like Alexander Wang came out and uh, I think I mean his his designs or his approach now even he he does stuff for Balenciaga you can tell that it's very 
well structured and tailored and patterns or yeah it's like, it, it, yeah patterns is not the huge thing it's it's more about the the, the actual shape mm. um, silhouette shape silhouettes of the of the pieces <clears throat> more so than you know graphics and but that's that's why when this time when I went met, met these uh, new designer from can uh, they're they Canadian designer Vancouver based so surprised um, they are doing something that's totally not Canadian mm. um, with the the show media yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren. Uh, Lawrence and Chico, they're a new up and coming designers. Which I, they this is only their I think now they're showing their third season and it, it, they they've been selected by uh, Vogue Italia and um, mm. and they're yeah it's just very out there. It's it's so colorful, very playful, which is like not the Canadian market. So you're you're happy about something? Yeah, new. I'm happy for them and they uh, these guys had a very ambitious plan and they started they you know they're canadian based mm. but they branch out to europe first so it's and they have their office in china yes in shenzhen their studios in shenzhen but like these guys sold everything by themselves they have a team of people that work with them too but they do all of their sewing and work and graph uh, from illustrations to to the final product even hat making they, mm. they make, make their own hats Mm. Their own prints, uh, their own prints, yeah. own fabric. Mm. So they're very sounds very, very interesting. Talented. Yeah, maybe I can go there. It's not far from here. Yeah, it's they're cool guys. They're very smart, fun to hang out. I had a great day hanging out with them, and yeah, yeah, it's great. So, what's the plan for this year for you? Next year, uh, well, okay, 2016. so um, Vincento, two thousand sixteen. Uh, yeah, well, I uh, I have a uh, advertising company called Vinegar Designs Lab, and or Vinegar Advertising. We just rebranded. Uh, One we, more stuff in your life, right? So Marketing. it's gonna be a busy time of year, a uh, busy year for us because we have uh, projects on the go. And um, um, next month, I'll be traveling to in April. I'll be traveling to uh, Toronto for the third annual Canadian Arts and Fashion Awards. Uh, so previous couple years, I was the, uh, I was a uh, nom on the nominating committee. So I've been nominating, uh, you know, this not Canadian designers, you know, people might not know, like, believe it or not, like, so, you know, the, we, if people ask, like, who, who are these Canadian designers, right? So, you know, D-squared is Canadian. Mm people who have never thought. Could you mention like five top brands of cannabis? Like you top would, brands? Like because I I don't know so much about if you will if I if we met for the first time and I was like, Oh what's what's Canadian can you say some brands from Canada that you really Canada Goose. <laughs> Canada Goose. There you go. Is it really Canadian though? <laughs> Canada Goose is Canadian. Yeah. I mean um, I can't believe how how popular they got, like everyone's very interesting. And in, in that has a Sweden, Sweden has their own story about how they got to be famous. They were, they were sold for uh, quite. Ch they, when they opened, started selling in Stockholm. I think they started to sell very cheap, like one hundred, one hundred dollar US dollars yeah. more, yeah. and no one bought them. And then they raised the price like five times, mm -hmm. and some celebrity bought it, and then it just yeah. boomed, and everyone bought it. Yeah, it's it's crazy, it's crazy how this Canadian Canada goose grew. Like yeah. it's just amazing. Like. I remember back in the day when they just 
kind of launched. Mm. It's very easy for us to buy Canada Goose now. I don't think you can get a parka for less than like about a grand. Like <laughs> it's crazy. A grand in Canadian dollars, <clears throat> okay. of course. Some other brands. Well, like I said, D Squared is Canadian. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Erdem. He they're starting. Can mm. he starting quite big in yeah. uh, in London? Erdem. Um, uh, there are uh, uh, Saint Nagam. It's kind of uh, a, he's quite doing quite well. He's an emerging designer, mm. uh, designer, and uh, he is showing in London. He won the DHL award, and he's showing in uh, London. Um, uh, there is, you know, it's a funny thing is because there are so many, there's a lot of Canadian designers, but you just never know because they may be working on a huge project, which are working for a specific brand, but you don't realize that they are Canadian. Mm. Um, because I think, I guess many people from Europe, they maybe uh, mix, uh, think of Canadians, they, they forgot they're Canadian, not Americans, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. vice versa. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of um, Tanya Taylor, like she's also Canadian. She's mm, doing, no, yeah, she, she, she does uh, some great work as well. Um, yeah, so that's it. Okay, um, you have to catch your plane back to. Yeah, I will have to leave in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for traveling all the way from Canada to China to meet me. Oh, my pleasure. It was <laughs> it was a great time in Shaman. <laughs> and I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> okay, we had some moments. Well, thank you so much for uh, being in uh, my podcast. Yeah. Which, um, hope you have a nice year and we talk soon. Hey, see you. Bye-bye. Even your year, but I'll be there for you. Thank you for listening to the second episode of Spring Broadcast. Uh, it's been a while. I've been busy. Uh, it's been a while since I recorded the first episode, even. But things have happened in my life. I have got a new job. And um, yeah, there's a lots of things going on in my life now, and I didn't know that would happen. But I'm I'm going to interview more people as soon as possible. Uh, I've been in contact a little bit with the one guy on YouTube called uh, his channel is called uh, China How It Is, and uh, it's a like a tutorial for China, like if you're going to the supermarket, how do you do? Or how it, how is it to go to the supermarket? Or renting a house, how, how do you do that? And he explained everything very detailed and very nice. I really like his YouTube channel, China, how it is. And uh, I'm not sure, I, maybe I will talk to him later. Another one I can recommend you to listen to is a podcast called Pop Up China or Sinica, S-I-N-I. CA, Sinica podcast, uh, which explains more in a society level about China. Uh, it's really, really good. So, China How It Is on YouTube or Sinica Pop Up Chinese on um, iTunes. Uh, thank you for listening to the second ep episode of uh, Spring Broadcast. Uh, and uh, follow me on Instagram if you want, Eric Tilquist, or 
on Facebook, add me there if you want. And uh, sooner or later, there will be more stuff to listen to. And uh, hopefully, I get a lot of new downloads after Vincento, all his crazy fans have listened to <laughs> this episode. Uh, okay, take care. See you. Bye bye.